I watched Uncut Gems. Like, I might get canceled for that because that's a real Jewy. But I'm black, so I can walk that. I can walk that tightrope. But I'm black, so I can walk that. I can walk that tightrope. I met Adam Sandler, my nigga. He told me I was good. He told me I was great. He told me I was good. He said he loved me. He told me not to stop comedy. So guess what I'm gonna fucking do? Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. So make sure you're following me on all social media platforms that AKA Black Zeus, that AKA Black. Don't be no fucking loser. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe. Do it. Subscribe. Do it. Cause Adam Sandler told me he loved me and loved my comedy. What the fuck is up, y'all? It is me, Black Zeus. Welcome to Black Zeus, the podcast season three, episode 29. All right, it's a solo episode this week, baby. It's just you and me, baby. I got rid of the white slave. I gave him the day off. He could slave it up somewhere else. He could slave it up somewhere else. All right. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not as hot in the studio. So whatever goofiness you're getting right now is just straight up me. Uh, big weekend. Lots to talk about. Right before I started recording this shit, I was scrolling through Instagram. Something I normally wouldn't talk about by myself on the podcast. But this shit just fucking made me laugh. Um first of all where are my manners where are my manners ladies and gentlemen what's up you beautiful people you sexy motherfuckers yeah getting all up in the mic for this this is the asmr love corner where zeus showers you with love with my nice deep voice are you doing something to yourself right now? I'm not judging you if you are. If anything, this might just be encouraging you. All right, that's enough, you fucking pervert. This isn't some weird ASMR sex podcast. I can do that on a Patreon if you want. DM me if you want that. If there's enough of you, I'll do it. If there's only like one or two of you, maybe I'll just like do a subscription service for y'all. Once a month where I get up on the mic like this and I'm like, yo, you want to do stuff to yourself? <laughs> uh, I'm back on your platform of choice. Some of you, by the way, shout outs to the new subscribers beep, 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 on, uh, on the YouTube. Uh, much love and appreciation to y'all. You know what I mean? The number count is slowly rising like an erect penis that is rising because a nice tight vagina or penis if that's what you prefer. There's nothing wrong with that. Where the fuck am I going with this? <laughs> Thank you to the subscribers <laughs> that hit that button. On the YouTube, if you're listening to this on your app of choice or your streaming service of choice, thank you also. But, you know, I know you got a YouTube, my nigga. I know you do. 
Look, I even started wearing different colored shirts now because I started realizing while I'm making the thumbnails every week that I pretty much just wear black and white shirts on the podcast. What is going on, bro? I got look at this. I got the red Tommy Hill figure on today because I'm not entirely sure if that guy is a racist or not. I think that was debunked. But it would not surprise me if Tommy Hilfiger is a racist also. So, you know, that just goes to show I'll wear the shirt, but I have no brand affiliation, my nigga. And sooner than later, I'll be rocking my own shit. More news to come at some point down the road. Uh, but yeah, please follow me on on YouTube. Uh, follow my channel, uh, a.k.a. Black Zeus, youtube.com slash a.k.a. Black Zeus. Or you can just search Black Zeus Comedian or Black Zeus the Podcast. You can search Black Zeus, but I said this last week on the podcast. Currently, when you search Black Zeus, there's a buff black fucking fitness guy with like 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. And his channel is also called Black Zeus. And, you know, kudos to him because he has muscles. It makes sense. I'm actually joking a lot about this on stage right now. But fuck that nigga, bro. Fuck that shit. There can only be one Black Zeus. And I don't give a fuck if I got muscles or not right now. I was in the gym for a bit. You guys remember. Go back to season two. I was getting fucking Bruce Buffer up in this bitch. I was buffing out. I was a beefcake sandwich. I don't know if people say that. I obviously wasn't working out for long enough for it to last. Because I'm back to being a lanky nigga. But. But. I weigh about 20 more pounds than I did before in a good way, in a very healthy way. And uh, like, I'm still like, every time I just pick up anything that weighs more than like 10 to 15 pounds and I do it for long enough, like my definition starts to come back. So my body's just waiting. My body is wonderland. All my black fans are gone now. Um, <laughs> that's become one of my favorite like phrases i say this on stage now like it's seeped into my my stage fucking shit i don't know why i didn't just say jokes um my stage shit i'm a new comic day i do uh the stage shit day anyways subscribe do all that good stuff now we can move in to what I was going to talk about before. Right before I started the podcast, I was scrolling through Instagram. Just just looking for some ha-has, you know? And I saw a very funny story uh, regarding Drake. Drake! A name that I don't really bring up much on the podcast. Uh, not for any particular reason. I just don't really cover, like, like generic news. You know what I mean? This isn't that podcast. I'm the type of nigga that'll like drink mushroom tea and then come on the podcast, not come on the podcast, but I'll come on the podcast. And then um, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> but regardless, uh, I'll do that and then I'll just like run the run the show and start talking goofy philosophical stuff. I don't know if you've picked that up yet. Like I'm 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 a funny nigga, but like I'm not like uh this isn't hip hop news comedy show. That sounded mad weird. 
Like, even me as a black person saying that, what the fuck does that even mean, my nigga? I could talk about whatever I want on my pod. And what that sounded, I'm going to call myself out real quick because that sounded a little Bill Cosby-ish. You know what I mean? That sounded a little like, like, because I wasn't even really directed at black people anyways. But just the way I said it just sounded whack. Well, I'm not, I'm not hip hop news, comedy adjacent. (laughs) Nigga, I literally started this episode talking about a Drake thing. And then I just couldn't let myself have that moment. Drake's article. (laughs) Apparently he's getting dragged on the internet because people have nothing better to do. But um, people looked up flight information or some shit. Somehow... Flight information for Drake's private jet got online because people have nothing better to do. And they noticed that it was taking uh, multiple trips, 15-minute trips, 15-minute flights from Toronto to a city called Hamilton, which by drive with no traffic is like 45, 50 minutes. With traffic, you're looking at like an hour 15, an hour 20. Not far, bro. Not far. Drake could fucking helicopter ride over here if he wanted to. It's that that close. Um, Regardless, people fucking found this out. And of course, they just have to be mad. It's a climate climate crisis. Like, my nigga, are you fucking serious right now? It's a climate crisis, bro? You fucking weirdos. All broke people, by the way. All fucking weird, woke broke you know what those two things probably go hand in hand a lot i bet you woke and broke i bet a lot of your wokes are broke i bet a lot of your wokes are broke and even if you got a bank account and you consider yourself woke you're probably broke mentally because motherfucker being woke quote unquote ain't it my nigga real woke people don't go around saying they're woke my nigga And the fact that I'm even saying my nigga is hilarious because the woke people are white Catherines. What's up? Yeah, not Karens, although they are Karens too. I just chose a a white lady name. That was the first one that came to mind. In hindsight, I should have said Karen because that would have been perfect. But I'm a mid-comic. Whatever, bro. Um, so Drake's plane takes 15 minute flights. The internet's trying to cancel this nigga because apparently there's a climate crisis. The same people that probably go to Starbucks every fucking morning and get a venti benti gundi gandhi in a plastic cup. Fucking bitch ass niggas. Fuck y'all, bro. And what climate crisis? The same people that attack. Not that it's not real. We're whoa, whoa. I'm not trying to get all flat earthy right now. Look. We're fucking up the climate, 100%. We're not doing a good job. But the people that are fucking pointing the finger at society and saying that we're fucking up are the people that run this shit, my nigga. Has nobody ever paused to think about this? The same people that are telling you that you're buying too much plastic are making everything out of plastic. And that is something I've been going in heavy on stage. It annoys the shit out of me so then when i see stuff like this i'm more willing to talk about it because i think those people are fucking buffoons and guess what 
Drake actually came out and spoke about it because, like, he he did what everybody else did, read the comment section and saw a bunch of uninformed broke asses. What the fuck do you know about fucking planes, nigga? I don't, so I don't fucking comment on it or try and get people canceled on shit I don't know about. He said it's literally logistics. It's the airports moving the planes around so that they have space for more planes. It's what airports do. They share fucking hangars and and parking space or whatever the fuck for these planes. And what would you do? You're going to fucking smoosh a plane on a jumbo jet onto the grass at an international airport? Or are you going to fly it 15 minutes down the road and just park it at a fucking smaller, smaller city's airport? Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Halabalagaloo. That's all I got to say about that, my nigga. I got some really fun shit to talk about right now, my nigga. This weekend was really fun. A lot of good shows. And your boy, Black Zeus, may or may not have been given the Sandman seal of approval. What do I mean by that? Who is the Sandman? I'll give you a second to think about it. I'll give you clues. The Sandman. And if you already follow me on social media, I'm sorry. Because you already obviously know who the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) You're like, how long is this nigga going to stretch this right now? Um, If you don't follow me on social media, by the way. A.K.A. Black Zeus on all social media. Primary Instagram. um, Building out my website again. um, Saying that on mic. To remind myself also, because I kind of got stagnant on that. So let's fucking, you know what, Zeus, get back on this. When you're editing this, listen to yourself, motivate yourself, you fucking bitch. Yeah, bitch. You beautiful bitch. So I'm doing shows this weekend, and I'm booked Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I, I took Friday off because I thought, through miscommunication, that there was a planned uh, outing, which was for Saturday, and I was already booked. So, whatever. Plus, I had to leave work early because I had an allergy attack that fucked me right up. So, I, I, at that point, I was just happy that I didn't have shows booked. Um, so that I could just fucking stay locked in a box and, and not breathe in uh, allergens. Now, after laying down and taking a nap and waking back up, uh, started to feel better, fully clogged though. My just sinuses just congested, bro. And I see that I got a missed text from the lovely uh, owner of the Corner Comedy Club, my brother, Joe Tichito. Joe Tichits, Stugats. Uh, my guy texts me. He's like, yo, are you able to do the shows tonight? Uh, someone isn't able to make it. I need you to host the 8 o'clock and then do the first set on the 10 o'clock. I'm like, no problem, bro. I'm starting to feel better. At this point, the shows were like five, six hours away. And I'm already starting to feel better. I knew I'd just fucking chill out, take some allergy meds. I'd be fine. I was fine. Get to the show right on time. Not even on time. I was early, baby. I was early. Ooh, my stomach's growling. I'm hungry. I got to stop recording this on an empty stomach. Um, So I get to the shows. The first show, fucking amazing. 
really had fun hosting that one. Great crowd, great energy, a very receptive, very giving crowd. All the comics absolutely destroyed. So I'm already on. A, I'm I'm riding a high. Literally and figuratively, I'm smoking weed and and I'm buzzing off the show. Really good show. And uh, second show kicks around. And uh, there is a comic who I haven't met before. And another friend of mine, a comedian, uh, Brian O'Gorman. Shout out to BOG. Uh, OG in the game. He was, he was doing it before I started. Um, and great to see him back. He's usually international doing some shit abroad. Uh, but he was on the 10 o'clock show also. And he said he saw this guy, but neither of us knew him. So, you know. Like, I greeted him or whatever, but I didn't really talk to him or anything. I didn't know him much. Plus, he was kind of, like, moving around and doing his own thing. Um, And Andrew Packer, Toronto comedian, was the host. So, at this point, the show starts. And Andrew's up. The host does, like, 15 minutes off the top. He's doing his thing. He's uh, getting the crowd into it. He's starting off the show really good. I'm up first. And uh, and I'm just like setting up my camera off to the side, taking in the crowd, uh, taking in like their energy and what they're into, what they're receptive of. And uh, and uh, the comedian that I mentioned who we didn't know, who's like moving around, he's like moving in and out. And I know he's going up later, but I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really paying attention to it, but I see him like moving around over at the side. Uh. Joseph Vesey, by the way, is his name. Shout out to Joe. Uh, really solid comedian. Fucking writing is impeccable. Um, so he's doing his thing. And I'm now 30 to 40 seconds from going up on stage. And out of the corner of my eye, I see two people walking into the club. Um, first, a, a female with a face mask on. So I couldn't really. And I'm looking at the stage still. So this is all from Perif. And then the second person is a guy wearing basketball shorts and uh, looks like Adam Sandler. And then I like turn my head slightly and it's Adam fucking Sandler, the Sandman. Uh, And I'm like 30 to 40 seconds from going up on stage. I start shaking, like not crazy shaking. Like honestly, nobody even knew. Until I told them, but like I was shaking, like, like having it together, but definitely my hand, like I went to pick up a bottle of water cause I had to drink. Cause I like, I, it's, it's not what it was, but at a certain point it felt like I'm like, nigga, I'm auditioning for Adam Sandler. Like what's <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, and yeah, Adam goes into the corner. It turns out he's, he's, uh, friends with Joseph, uh, who's a writer on, on, a movie that Adam's in town filming. He's in Toronto filming a movie. So he checked out the club and apparently he was going around town fucking playing basketball with random people. This is what I, these are the types of celebrities I love, man. Grounded, just fucking human being ass celebrities. This nigga showed up in ball shorts, bro. Like New York Knicks colors, like blue and orange. He really just stepped off a court somewhere. Um, and then he just goes and sits by the bar. And I'm like drinking my water and I'm like, uh... <laughs> and I go up and I fucking kill for 15 minutes. I do great. And I'm just at this point, I'm just really 
I'm just happy and proud of myself that I did really, really good in front of Adam Sandler. I don't think anything of it outside of that at this point. I get off stage, the comics are dapping me, whatever, saying really good job, all the stuff. And then I just move over to the bar. Adam makes eye contact with me and I take my chance immediately. I swoop in and he already has a dap ready waiting for me. And he's telling me like, yo, that was really good. He told me like two, three times. It's like the, it's like such a fucking confidence booster this guy gave me. Just uh, the amount of times in a short span, like he looked me in my fucking heart, soul, bro, and told me that I was good. And then the kicker was that he said, "Don't ever stop." He's like, "Don't you ever stop doing this?" And I feel I'm like, dude, I love you, man. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. He's like, I love you. And and now just like literally a kid, I revert to being ten years old, bro. All me and all the comics are just looking at each other, and we're just like have these grins on her. And Adam knows what's up. And uh, Joseph was up right after me, so he obviously showed up right on time. By divine intervention, bro, showed up right on time to see me right before Joseph. And uh, and Joseph did great. Again, his writing is ridiculous, man. These fucking, these American comics, their writing is really, really sharp. I love this shit. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really want to, like, bug him or anything like that. But, like, I wanted, and in hindsight, I, I realistically probably could have asked him just for a moment to ask for, like, some comedy advice or just ask him something, you know. But I'm happy I didn't because I got a really fucking dope moment. My boy Natish got a picture with him. And uh, so, like, right after Joseph gets off stage, maybe, like, a minute after, uh, Adam goes up and Natish had already asked him if he could go up with him and get grab a photo and shit. I didn't know this, but like they went up and I didn't want to like chase after uh, the Sandman like that. The Sandman. <laughs> I didn't want to chase after him like that. So I waited a little bit. I should have fucking went right up there. I would have got a picture with him and all that shit, but it wasn't meant for me. That's not what was for me. That was for my boy Nitty, and I'm happy he got that. That was a dope photo that I ended up actually snaking anyways and just photoshopping my face over his face. Um, <laughs> so, um, but after, uh, he takes the photo, Sandler and Joe go off, they go to their car, do whatever. And they're like, obviously prepping to, to leave or just hanging out over by their car. I don't know what they were doing, but then the parking enforcement, the fucking guy comes and tells him to move or whatever. So at this point he just leaves and, uh, Sandler gets in, in the car and he starts driving down the alley, which is just uh, in front of the corner door, which is where me and Natish were hanging out smoking. And uh, before he drives off, he stops and he says, yo, take care, guys. And then he points at me, bro. He points at me and I point back at him. I'm like, I love you, Sandman. I, I appreciate you. He's like, I love you. I love you, Zeus. And then drives off into the night. Fuck, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. The Sandman, baby. You know what I did the rest of that weekend. I woke up the next morning. I immediately threw on Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> oh, man. It really, what happened to me was funny, people. If you've seen the the Adam Sandler movie, Funny People, it's a Judd Apatow-directed Adam Sandler uh, starring um, movie about comedy, about Sandler 
and, and comedy. It's a really good movie. Um, probably, because, especially since I started comedy, I would say it's my favorite Sandler movie. But growing up, like, it would have to be, like, you know, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy. Those are the two major ones for me growing up. Uh, Mr. Deeds was sick. Um, Billy Madison, obviously, is, like, these are, like... But, like, the ones I had on repeat, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy. And then, growing up, I watched Funny People, and then I became a comedian, and then I watched Funny People, and then I'm like, oh, my God. And what happens, essentially is uh Adam Sandler in the movie plays a retired comedian or the well he's he's himself but he goes by the name Joseph I think actually what the hell was his name Joe something I might just be that might just be stuck in my head and then Ira was uh Seth Rogen uh in the movie Seth Rogen's also in the movie so Seth Rogen plays uh an up and coming like stand up and open micer uh in LA and Sandler sees him and asks him to write for him. But Sandler sees him by just stumbling into the comedy club one night and just randomly seeing him. So, like, that literally fucking... And there's even a scene where he drives away from uh, Seth Rogen in the movie. And the only thing that didn't happen to me is I didn't get a writing gig. <laughs> that would have been too perfect. But... I'm so happy and grateful. Like, this dude is so down-to-earth and humble. It's fucking... It's awesome. I literally heard this guy... And I've seen the videos before where he pulls up on random basketball courts and just joins fucking random games. Could you imagine you're playing basketball with your homie and then you turn around and uh, you're like, who's this white Jewish guy? And then it's fucking Adam Sandler. So that was... That was fucking blessed. That was blessed. That shit didn't get much better than that. Um, I had a bunch of shows this weekend, but like that is that is a highlight of comedy for me for a while. And I'm not I'm not even saying this just to say this, but it's one of those things where I almost feel like maybe I manifested something like this. Uh, and I only say that because I've just been like, you know, I'm always looking for signs and asking for signs. And literally like a day or two before that, I was asking for just like a, like some refreshing new sign. Not like I'm not going to get too detailed into how i uh fucking meditate pray like um uh what's the what's the word i'm looking for i I made a whole podcast episode about this word now i can't fucking i do it daily reflect haha <laughs> reflect all that shit i did that just one or two days prior and then sandler comes in and he's like don't stop that was really great shit and the comics told me that he paid attention my entire set and I had him rolling. Like I had him fucking laughing out loud, bro. Multiple times. So you can suck my dick, bro. That makes me feel great. Uh, I don't know why I told you to suck my dick. That was <laughs> um, I was going to do this with White Slave in the studio, but fuck it, man. I've been talking about her on stage. And I thought about this before I started recording the episode today. If I've been talking about it on stage, why am I not talking about it on the podcast? I am recording my first album this year. Yes. 11 years into the game, I'm recording my first comedy album in the fall, early winter. Um, I'm still trying to finalize the date with the venue. But I will be doing multiple shows in multiple cities, um, mainly Toronto and Hamilton. Maybe that's why I talked about the Drake story earlier. But um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna be doing a, I'm gonna be doing a big this year. It's my it's my time, baby. And that fucking Adam Sandler thing only just kind of reaffirmed it. But I've been working my fucking ass off. And honestly, the album that I'm working like it's coming together so nicely. It's coming together so nicely. And um, it's kind of like my comedy coming out. You know what I mean? It's my first comedy album. So it's going to be the Black Suits introduction. So what I've been doing is going back to some of the first jokes that I wrote. And uh, ones that I've been meaning to burn. And when I say burn, it's a, it's a term in the industry. It's like um, once you burn a joke, it means you put it on, on film, on wax, something. You documented it, and now you never tell it again. It's, it's now burned. It's documented, and you, you shouldn't be telling old jokes. Although... <laughs> There's a lot of that <laughs> in the comedy scene. <laughs> Nigga, write some new jokes. Anyways, I'm very excited because the comic that I am today is very much not the comic that I was when I started. But the ideas have been there from the jump. And, and I've been able to pull some of these jokes out from the wreckage of me figuring comedy out. The fucking, the just a brutal bombing just years of just eating shit on stage and then eventually i got really good but like i got good through writing new material all the time but some of those premises i fucking love and i still think about and i still talk about to this day so i'm gonna be mixing up some of my newer stuff with some of my original stuff and it's been coming together so nicely and i have a whole if you have any chance follow me on instagram for sure Cause I, and, and watch my story feed because that's where I'm most active. I don't really care about posting and being fucking algorithm friendly. I don't give a fuck, my nigga. I'm going to post what I want to post when I want to post it. And, you know, my story feed is where I'm really active. I always post my shows and shit. And what I'm saying right now is that I'm going on a, a long run of shows leading up to the album. So if you have a chance to see me um, this summer or early fall, make sure you do. Because it's it's... It's only getting fucking better and better. And I'm having so much fun doing it. But I'm also really excited to just never tell these jokes again. Because the jokes that I've already developed since then. And the new jokes that I just developed since the pandemic. And the new jokes that I just wrote like a day ago. And the new joke that I wrote today, my nigga. I do not fucking sit, bro. Like, I, I have so much that I'm just, like, eager to get this out. So that I can, like, really start showing you guys what I've been doing for 11 years. Because... Like, the, there's a strategy in comedy where you release albums, and it, it's a money-making thing, too. It helps sustain your fucking, your life so that you don't necessarily have to work and shit. You guys hear me talk about having a day job still, and that's because I have a certain standard of living um, that I like to maintain. And not that comedy is not providing that, it's just that it's not providing it to the point where I, I, I can sustain it regularly right now. You know what I mean? And... I could have been recorded fucking multiple albums by now, but I'm not like that. I wanted to be this fun. I wanted to be so funny that Adam Sandler would randomly walk in a room one night and not look at his phone while I was on stage and belly laugh and then tell me to not quit comedy. That's how funny I wanted to be before I fucking did any of this shit. I'm not in this shit for money, although I want money. I'm good enough to ask for money, but I'm so good now that you can't deny me my money, my nigga. I'm not trying to release shit on my way up where it's like, you know, these jokes and these premises are good, 
but they're not all they can be. And that's not because the jokes aren't all they can be. It's because the comic isn't all they can be. I'm an artist to my fucking core, and I, I don't move for algorithms. I don't move for dollars. I move to fucking move because that's how I, ju I, just, I just do, my nigga. And, and I've stuck to my guns, and I've made real impacts in people's lives, strangers and people that I know personally. So I'm not, I'm not, that's a clear sign to me that I'm much happier taking it slow and, and really building something that'll last. TMC, my nigga, RIP Nipsey. It's the marathon. It's a marathon. It's, it is a marathon. You move at your own pace, bro. And this isn't a slight at anybody who fucking took that path or anything. You know, this is just not my path. And uh, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I just stuck to my guns. So yeah, I announced the album. I told you about Adam Sandler. Uh, I'll wait to do a recap and preview of Better Call Saul when uh, White Slave is back in the studio. So I'm gonna just do a theme. Let's do an Adam Sandler. I don't want to do it only because, like, the Adam Sandler theme that I would make is just, it's like from my childhood. It's like a hoobah, hibidi hoobah. And I, that's not even him, bro. That's not even the guy that I met, you know? Like, I want to do... I watched Uncut Gems. Like, I want to do... But that's like... Yeah, I might get canceled for that. Because that's a real Jewy, you know? But I'm black, so I can walk that... I can walk that tightrope. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Black Zeus, the podcast. Season 3, episode 29 in the books. I met Adam Sandler, my nigga. He told me I was good. He told me I was great. He said he loved me. He told me not to stop comedy. So guess what I'm not going to fucking do? Stop comedy, bitch. Comedy 24-7-420 up in this bitch. I announced my album recording later this year. So make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at AKA Black Zeus. And don't be no fucking loser. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe. Do it. This is the theme. This is what Henny is going to make fire with this week. Because Adam Sandler told me he loved me and loved my comedy. Beautiful people, I am out. I will see you next week. Peace, peace. I watched Uncut Gems. Like, I might get canceled for that because that's a real Jewy. But I'm black, so I can walk that. I can walk that tightrope. But I'm black, so I can walk that. I can walk that tightrope. I met Adam Sandler, my nigga. He told me I was good. He told me I was great. He told me I was good. He said he loved me. He told me not to stop comedy. So guess what I'm gonna fucking do? Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. Stop comedy, bitch. So make sure you're following me on all social media platforms that AKA Black Zeus, that AKA Black. Don't be no fucking loser. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe, do it, subscribe, do it. Because Adam Sandler told me he loved me and loved my comedy.